to another episode of Everything with Erin podcast. This episode almost did not happen. I'm recording this on Wednesday night. It's almost eight o'clock and I really just, first of all, I didn't even know what this episode was going to be this week in general, so I was kind of putting off recording it. Connor and I went to Portland last week. I had a great birthday on Thursday and I'll tell you all about that in a second, but I have been hit so hard with a stomach bug the last like 24 hours that I genuinely was like not going to have an episode today at all. So grateful that I have somewhat of um, some energy to record and bring an episode to all of you, but I hope that you really liked last week's episode. From what I heard, um, people really liked it and enjoyed Ari being on the pod, so she will definitely be back. And so that episode came out on my birthday, which was Thursday, had a great day, pretty chill, low-key. I took Friday off as well, and then Connor and I went up to Portland. We loved it. We had, like, such a great hotel room, great view, great eats, which you know, at the moment, I don't necessarily want to talk about, but we just had a really great time. It was awesome. And then we came back on Sunday. I just started to not feel great when I woke up on Tuesday morning. I, oh my God, if you have had a stomach bug recently, just my thoughts go out to you. I have not had a stomach bug or felt sick like this, like as an adult. So it was shocking. I mean, it was, I, it was, it was just unbelievable. Like there are no words to describe how I was feeling yesterday. (laughs) I just have to say, if you listen to the Morning Toast podcast, the description that Claudia gave of her and her husband, Ben, having the stomach bug, that was what I was also going through. So shout out to my roommate because, you know, she made me that liquid IV and handed me a bag when I needed it. And I really just i am grateful for her. She also supplied me the meal, though, that I ended up throwing up. So <laughs> it definitely wasn't her fault. I was really sick, but... Yeah, I had a fever for about 24 hours, which was just terrible because the worst thing about having a fever when you have the stomach bug is that it's like, I don't want to take anything on this empty stomach. So I just kind of suffered with a fever and that was a fucking blast. I woke up this morning just completely drenched in sweat, just completely TMI also for this episode. But I, yeah, I just kind of broke my fever this morning thriving. I took today off of work. I woke up at like 6 a.m. and was like, yeah, no, I cannot do this today. And I slept for another six hours. So that was wonderful. I had friends on my TV for over 24 hours. Shout out to HBO Max because they don't ask you if you're still watching. And it just kept playing. I've already watched two seasons. So that's uh that's really great. And I also this week managed to catch up on Summer House. 
I'll do maybe a little TV recap at the end of this episode with stuff that I've watched lately. Obviously, I'm not going to recap Friends because that show's been around for a really long time and hopefully you've watched it by now. But I thought in this episode I could talk through not not a full, you know, 20 minutes of me talking about having the stomach bug because I probably could talk about it, but I don't think anyone really cares to hear what that's like because you've probably been through it yourself. But all I want to say is wash your hands and just if you know someone who has a stomach bug, stay away from them. I've been locked up in my room for two days, not being around anybody and just pray that you don't get this bug. I know it's been going around for a little while, but it is absolutely violent and you don't want it. So that's all I'm going to say about this stomach bug situation, but I'm happy that I have the energy now to come to you with an episode so we're not missing a week. And anyways, I thought in this episode I would chat through my current like skincare routine that doesn't interest you. Feel free to get off the episode. I will not be offended, <laughs> but I, I feel like there that's definitely a huge interest of mine something that I feel like I've talked about a lot on my YouTube channel if you've ever watched any of my vlogs before um eventually I really want to have my friend Leah on the podcast who is a nurse practitioner works in a dermatology center and she is just an expert in everything and any recommendation she has for me I always take it but currently I have a few things in my routine. It's tough because I can't really like show them to you since this is a podcast, but I will link everything that I talk about in the description or the show notes of this video, wherever you're listening to it, you will be able to find those links. So I feel like I've been on a little bit of a journey with my skincare routines over the last few years. If you know me personally, you probably remember that I used to work at Lush God, this feels like so long ago, but for a long time, that was like my biggest, you know, skincare routine was really focused around those products, kind of got me, I think, into skincare a little bit more. And then I discovered my queen of all queens, Caroline Hirons. If you don't know her, she is a UK OG blogger. She has a just incredible social media, incredible blog. She's an expert in the skincare field. Just amazing. And I just love her personality too. She just like really doesn't give a fuck about anything. So she's amazing. She reviews products and does just like really great like in-depth videos. And I feel like some of her recommendations kind of got me going a bit more with like being more open-minded with skincare. If you've watched my videos before, you probably have heard me say like six million times that I have sensitive skin, but I feel like that's just something I told myself over the last like 10 years or so is that, you know, I have really sensitive skin. I have to be careful with products that I use and that's definitely true, but I think that implementing new things into your routine and like trying things one at a time is awesome. I feel like I was really closed off for a long time about trying new things. I was just so scared that I was going to have a reaction because in saying that I have sensitive skin, you know, I don't like, I fortunately don't really get like breakouts or anything from trying new products or my skin doesn't tend to lean on more of the oily side. So the problem that I have with sensitivity isn't like that. My problem is that, you know, I have just like, it's almost like allergy type reactions that I've had in the past to some products. Like 
my skin will get really red, really itchy, just kind of like inflamed. And for a long time, that just kind of like deterred me from trying more products than what I was already using back in the day, you know, when I worked at Lush. So anyways, Caroline is a queen. She has a book called Skincare, which I have and I've gifted it to friends and family. It's like a guide to skincare and just it's literally like a Bible. Like she gives skincare product recommendations, but also talks about conditions with skincare, what a routine looks like. And like, it's just amazing. So if you're interested, I highly recommend that book. I feel like sometimes it's really on sale on Amazon. So recommend that. But I feel like this time last year, or I don't know, I think it was when I was like feeling super anxious at the beginning of the year last year. I really like couldn't be alone with my own thoughts. Like I had to have a podcast on music, anything, videos, YouTube videos. Like I was constantly just like consuming content. And at that time, I started watching all of Caroline's old live videos that she had done on Instagram and she had them all saved and they were like by like skincare product type. So she would do like an hour long video on like cleansers she would do like one on moisturizers, serums, vitamin C, sunscreen, retinols. And I was just like literally getting the education that I needed on products, skincare, routine, like what these things are, what they do, things that she recommends. It's just like I kind of deep dived into her like fandom and like, I don't know, her videos and everything. And just I feel like I learned a lot. So that's my Caroline pitch. If you don't know her, follow her. It's Caroline Hirons. Ari always says Heinz. I don't know where she gets that from, but it's Hirons, H-I-R-O-N-S. So highly recommend following her if you don't already. She's awesome. But to give you a little bit of some insight into what I'm using right now, I currently, you know, I have three cleansers going at any given moment. Right now, I think I actually have four in our medicine cabinet, which is ridiculous. But this past like year or so, I think I've been trying to do a better job at like fully using up products and not just like, you know, having them expire and then like getting rid of them, which is terrible. I want to use up like a whole product. So I have some in there that I'm trying to do that with. But right now I am really loving the Shishido cleansing oil for taking off makeup and I feel like I first of all I do not use makeup wipes and find me on my soapbox talking about that any day because I'm always like shaming Ari for using them but I just I will never unless it is an emergency because I know she's going to come for me that I have asked her for one before (laughs) it's usually um if I'm feeling incredibly, incredibly, incredibly lazy, we're on vacation, or I'm not where I have my own products. So I have been really loving the Shishido cleansing oil for taking off makeup or taking off SPF. I wear SPF every day, but obviously you need to like take that off before you're actually cleansing your skin. So in the past, I was using either like a micellar water or, you know, my all-time favorite, the Oscar Renaissance Cleansing Gel, which is so hard to find in the U.S., but I love that for taking off makeup or just cleansing the skin. 
Or another like balm oil type of vibe is the Elmis Cleansing Balm, which I'm obsessed with. You can get it at Ulta. You can get it on Derm Store. Also, you know, if you watch my vlogs, you know my beef with Derm Store because I'm just never ordering from them again. But it sucks when you can't get all your products from the same place because if they sold at Sephora, like that would just make my life a lot easier. But Elmis is amazing, and that's usually what I was using to take off any sort of makeup with. But I wear contacts, and I always find that if when I use that product, if I'm rubbing it on my eyes, which you definitely can do, and then I would take it off with like a hot face cloth, that I would get some sort of like transfer of oils onto my contacts, which is just <laughs> lovely. But Obviously, if I wasn't like taking out my contacts and going to bed, that's just not the vibe because then I can't really see great. So I was looking for like a new kind of like makeup remover and I found the Shishido cleansing oil at CVS. Totally overpaid for it because I think it was like $10 cheaper at Sephora and I absolutely should have bought it there. But I don't have that problem with that oil. I use like one and a half pumps of it. It's a really thin oil it's like pretty liquidy so like you could possibly make a mess with it but I love it comes in a pump and I would use that all over my face the only issue I have with it is that I definitely think it has fragrance in it which I don't love to use on my skin because normally I think my skin can react poorly to like some added fragrance but it hasn't bothered me so far so that is what I'll use for like a first step cleanse to just take off makeup with next step cleanse. If I'm being quite honest with you, I definitely don't do this every day, but I love the Oscar Renaissance cleansing gel. I don't have that right now, but I wish I did. That's one of my favorite cleansers of all time. Super easy to get if you live in the UK. I'm extremely jealous of you, but here I think you can only really get it at Nordstrom or I've ordered it before from Cult Beauty, which is they like do international shipping. Um, and that's really easy to get Oscia products from there. But for a second step cleanse, I love using the Elmis Cleansing Balm. Or right now I have the La Roche-Posay Cleanser. I do not know what it's called, but you can get it at drugstores or I think at the grocery store too. But it comes in a pump. That's a really great cleanser. Pretty basic. I feel like it's almost comparable to something like the Glossier Milky Jelly Cleanser but just without like fragrance. It's just, it's really gentle. So if you're looking for a new cleanser, I recommend pretty much any of those. I just am such a fan of taking off makeup or just like washing your face with a warm face cloth because it just feels so good that I kind of prefer to wash my face that way any day. Also, I can't believe that it's already 15 minutes and I'm still talking about cleansers. That's ridiculous. But hopefully, if you're still listening, you give a shit about skincare or you're just my boyfriend or my dad and you're just listening to support me. <laughs> but next step that I would do, if I had a mist, I would use it for years and years. I use the Lush Aroma Water Toner, which I hate even calling it a toner because it's really not. But it mostly was just like a mist, love a mist. I really want to try the Josh Rosebrook one. Haven't gotten my hands on that yet. I think it's called the hydrating accelerator or something. But next I would probably either use like an acid 
or I would just go straight into serums and, and eye creams. But if I'm using any sort of acid toner, I fucking love the Pixi Glow Tonic. It's a 5% glycolic acid. Don't pay attention to the percentages. It's different with every formulation. Just like try the product, see if it works for you. But I love that so much. You can get it at, I think you can get it at Ulta. You can get it at Target, which is usually where I end up getting it from. Again, I wish everything was just in one place because wouldn't that be amazing? But I love that. It usually lasts me a really long time. And I have these like reusable bamboo cloth um they look like little eye makeup remover pads, but I use that with toner and then I just put them in the wash. They're wonderful. And I literally just got them on Amazon. If I was kind of doing like a deeper acid toner situation, I love the Dr. Dennis Gross, Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Peels. And I think I talked about this in a video recently, but last year they just had this awesome thing at Sephora where that was available with your points. So I was like, oh, sure. Like if it doesn't work for me or if my skin reacts, you know, it's going to be fine. And I love, love them so much. It's a double um, like peel pack. So it has like two different ones that you use as one treatment after another and I think that one's glycolic acid as well. I fucking love that. It's amazing. And I got my sister a set of their different types of peel pads for Christmas. They had like a Christmas pack at Sephora and she loved those. She liked the one in the blue box the best. I wanted to buy that one for myself recently, but they didn't have the like multiple packs available anymore. So I just got the pack of the red box, which I think is the extra strength. Um, I definitely love those. I wouldn't use them every day, but I feel like once a week, it's just, it's a good vibe. So I love glycolic acid. I feel like that's my favorite acid that I've tried so far. Again, like I don't really have oily skin. I tend not to like have breakouts, which I'm really lucky for, but I started like using acids by using lactic acids. So I had the Sunday Riley lactic acid serum and I would use that and then oh my god I got a Caroline Hirons kit because if you've um not to say if you've watched my videos before but if you have then you know that she does these amazing kind of like seasonal skincare kits where she like partners with different brands and you can buy this kit you're buying it from the UK so you're paying in pounds but usually like a couple hundred bucks maybe like 300 and you're getting full-size products it's literally the greatest deal ever and I did that a couple of times and a you get an incredible reusable makeup bag I'm obsessed with the ones that I have it's almost made out of like a neoprene um texture and they're just really awesome and so that was a great like way to get into some skincare try some new products that I haven't before obviously it's a little bit of a risk because you never know if you're gonna like anything but the stuff that I didn't like, I, I gave to my sister and she loved. But I definitely use that as a method to find other products. Oh my God, I just remembered that I didn't mention the Kate Somerville Goat Milk Cleanser. I knew there was one I was forgetting. I love that one. I don't have it in my stock right now. An incredible gentle cleanser. If you're looking for something new to try, they sell that at Sephora. And I'm obsessed. Kate Somerville goat milk cleanser 
I love that. And I, I tried that for the first time, I think from Leah, but then I used it. I think I got another one maybe in a Caroline kit, but back to acids. I tried the Sunday Riley lactic acid. I had it for about a year and then I got a Caroline kit that had the same serum or, you know, the same type of acid serum that they have from Sunday Riley, but the glycolic acid one. And it was amazing. Oh my God. I just think it makes like it, it gives you better results. Like it, it almost just like takes off like that dead layer of skin or like if you wake up and you just have like kind of like tiny bumps like on your chin or like your nose or something and you're like ugh, like my skin just doesn't feel like fully clean that's when I like to use an acid so I'm definitely gonna go wash my face after this but if um if you haven't tried those before highly recommend I have n- I have no idea if they sell the glycolic version of that in the U.S. but I need to get my hands on another one of those because I loved it so much I'm also just going totally blind here I'm not looking at a list of products I'm just like trying to think of things that I have so I'm probably forgetting things if I am it's probably in any of my YouTube videos or like a recent skincare routine or I'll mention it in next week's vlog or next week's podcast episode I mean so next we're going to talk about eye creams I guess I feel like I've been again on like a little bit of a journey with eye creams I feel like for me, I don't really care what they're doing as long as it feels hydrating for under my eyes. So I tend not to want to spend a lot of money on them and I want the formulation to just feel really hydrating under my eyes. And I've tried so many different types of eye creams over the last like year. Probably one of my favorites was the Jordan Samuels uh, Performance eye cream it's like a gel oh my god I loved that that was from a Caroline kit that was amazing I think you can only order that like from his website but that was so good right now I'm using a Korean skincare brand an eye cream that I still have that was from a kit that Ari got me for Christmas and I'm also using the Strivectin eye cream can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. I'm kind of scared that it's expired, so I'm stop I've kind of stopped using it. But I've had it for a while and I bought that actually at Costco. Shout out Costco. They just had this awesome pack that came with the Strivectin eye cream and it came with a travel one. So I bought that from there and I really was loving that, but I've just kind of stopped using it cuz I'm like pretty sure that it's expired. Other than that, I have liked the Sunday Riley Autocorrect. I don't think it's worth the money. That's just my personal opinion. It's really freaking expensive for an eye cream. I do have like a sample one right now that I got with like Sephora points, but I wa- I really wanted to try it because I feel like there was a lot of hype around it and I, I did buy like a full-size version of it and then I was like, what are you doing? Like this is kind of insane, but I liked that one. I just probably wouldn't buy it again. And if you have any other eye cream suggestions, let me know because I'm probably going to need a new one soon and I have no idea what I'm going to buy, but I did really like the Strivectin one. That one was really creamy and I like that. I, the one, the other one that I'm using right now um, from that Korean skincare company, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I'll link it in the show notes. That one's more of like a gel and I like that too, but I feel like at night I like to use more of like a thicker like cream for the under eyes 
And in terms of serums, right now I am using two. I have the La Roche-Posay Hyaluronic Acid Serum, which I feel like I didn't love at first, but now that I've been using it, I do really like it. I don't love the smell of it. I don't think it has fragrance. It just has kind of like a chemical-y smell to it that I don't love, but I do like it. I would probably use it again and buy it again. But I also have right now the Summer Fridays CC Me Serum, which I just love. Like, I don't know why. I just love it. It's amazing. I love the consistency of it. I love that it comes in a pump and not a dropper because I feel like I just end up being so messy with those. And yeah, I mean, I've bought that like a few times. I tried it for the first time in one of those kits and I will just definitely buy that again. I just love the consistency for me with serums whether it's like a vitamin C serum or anything like, I don't know, I'm not really looking for it to like make life-changing results to my skin because I just don't feel like that would realistically happen. But I'm always looking for it to give me like a glow, maybe some moisture that will like last throughout the day. Like my skin's not going to like soak it in all in one sitting. That's kind of why I like to use more than one serum. And just... I don't know. I think that's why I like the consistency of the Summer Fridays one a lot is because I feel like it leaves my skin feeling really like dewy and has like a really nice texture to it where then I can like layer a moisturizer on top and it doesn't feel like my skin's like going to get dry. Other than that, I know I've talked about it before, but the Summer, oh no, sorry, the Strivectin Peptite Serum is way too much money but I'm obsessed. Like I'm not going to buy it again. I don't think maybe in a moment of weakness, it's literally like a hundred dollars. It's ridiculous, but I loved that serum so much. It was so like tightening and it was just the best serum. Why is it so much money? It's so good. I love Strivectin. I would try more products from them. Again, I kind of got into those products a bit more, um, in a Caroline Hirons kit, which, you know, is risky because you might try a $100 serum that then you want to repurchase, but you realize you realize the first time you got a really good deal on it, you're probably not going to get that deal again. But I am probably forgetting other serums that I've used recently. I did have another hyaluronic acid that I loved, but at the moment, I just cannot remember where it was from. I can't remember, but if I remember, I'll link it in the show notes. And then, you know, my favorite moisturizer of all time, you're going to be sick of hearing me talk about it if you watch my videos because I'm always talking about it. It's the Kate Somerville Delicate Recovery Cream. I've used a million of these at this point, I think. It's the best moisturizer in the whole world. I'm looking for a thick, creamy moisturizer that's going to stay on my skin. My skin's not going to feel dry after. And I want to just like feel like dewy, glowy, and just like rich with moisture. That's all I got to say. And that is the best, best moisturizer I feel like I've used recently. Obsessed with that. I will always repurchase. Kate Somerville, you have my business for life. Other than that, the only other products that I feel like I use regularly are a retinol and obviously SPF because I use that every day. But with retinol, I have only used two before and both of them are from Medic 8. 
and I tried them for the first time, like I said with all these products in a Caroline Hirons kit. I There's the Crystal Retinol 3 and 6, I think are the numbers. One of them was like the lower powered one and one of them is like the higher one. So I want to say that I used the 3 first and now I'm using the 6. But I like, I don't know why I love the smell of it. It's kind of like a weird smell, but I'm like obsessed with it. I love the packaging. And that is like a moisturizer consistency and it comes in a pump. I probably use like three pumps of it because I like to try to put it on my neck too if I'm being really good about my skincare. I try to put my retinol down my neck as well, but I love that one. I also just haven't really used any other retinol. So if you have recommendations of ones that you've liked, let me know because I'm always willing to try others. And for SPF, I only have, I really want to try the Ulta MD or Elta MD. That's what it's called. I feel like I've heard a lot about that one recently. I'm using the Super Goop Glow Screen because I just love the like glow and like kind of really, really light coverage that it gives you. It also works as like just a really awesome primer if you're putting on makeup afterwards. I'm obsessed with that one right now. Otherwise, in the summer, I'll use like the Glossier um, what's it called? Unseen sunscreen. I love that one. That's like more of a thin, like gel based consistency and it comes in a pump, but it's really easy to just like keep in a bag or throw around. Like it's, it has like a cap on it. That one's really awesome. I've used that for a long time, but that one definitely has a lower SPF than the super goop. And actually, you know what? Glossier, if you're listening, I doubt you are, but love for you to make a, like an SPF 50 out of that. That would just be, that'd be amazing. The super group that I use every day is SPF 40. And then actually for my birthday, my sister got me the drunk elephant. Uh, shit. What is it called? It's like they're bronzing drops. And I've been putting one drop of that into my super goop. And that's like my makeup for the day. I mean, I say that I think I've only done it like three or four times since I got it, but I'm obsessed with that. I love that. It gives you like a really nice light bronze, really glowy skin. And that's currently my routine. So I'm sure I'm forgetting some things. If you've listened thus far, really thank you for letting me just talk about skincare for 30 minutes. That is a really long time. <laughs> and this is definitely the most energy I've had over the last couple of days. And just like not eating for a long time just makes me like so lightheaded, but I really couldn't stomach anything. So even today, I was just feeling incredibly lightheaded, which we just absolutely love. I will briefly talk about TV recaps of TV that I've watched over the last week. Which really isn't a lot because I just realized that even when we were in Portland, we didn't even turn the TV on once, which just means we're having too much fun to even be watching any TV. But when I before, so we recorded last week's episode of the podcast like two weeks ago. So last week I actually finished the dropout. Finally, I thought it was really good. I recommend it. The dropout on Hulu about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. I feel like in the middle of the season, there were just like at least one or two episodes that I was like, just not either not interested in, or I just feel like the storyline was not, it was just like 
not interesting to me at the moment. So I feel like the last couple of episodes, it really picked up and I was like living for it. And then the end was really good. And I was like, oh my God, I need more episodes. So that was great. I would recommend that. Then I recently caught up on Summer House. I think this was on Sunday when we got home from Portland. I was exhausted and I literally got in my bed immediately and watched like five hours of Summer House, which then of course there was a new episode on Monday and I have not seen that yet. But Summer House um, is really good this season. I don't know. I If you guys watch, let me know your thoughts. I feel like right now there's kind of like a two sides. It's like, are you team Lindsay and Danielle or are you team Sierra and Paige with all of that kind of drama? It's so hard because I feel like I see both sides of it, which is kind of a good perspective to have, I guess. And what I did not know that I learned is that there's a 10-year age difference between Lindsay and Sierra, which I think makes so much sense with what's been happening over the last couple of episodes in terms of like all the drama with Austin. I feel like Lindsay is has just like a lot of maturity with like her relationships and can like have the perspective of like, you know, I can be friends with someone and like make out with them, but like they're not my boyfriend, which, you know, I don't live my life like that, but (laughs) I can see how she might. And on the other hand, Sierra like thinking that that like really hurt her feelings and she was obviously really into Austin. But do I think Lindsay was doing that kind of on purpose because she wanted the attention from Austin and she kind of wanted to make Sierra feel a little bit bad? Yeah. I do, which I hate to say because I love Lindsay and she's one of my favorite people in Summer House, but it was her birthday, you know, she was feeling herself, but it's it felt a little bit deliberate to me. Then in the last episode that I watched, Kyle goes absolutely berserk and is super stressed, you know, the florist canceled for their wedding. And it's so hard, like I can never tell if he's getting like such a bad edit or if he's just really that unhinged like it sucks because I feel like on this show so much of what they're doing revolves around drinking and I think that he's at his worst when he's drinking like behavior wise like he's just not a nice person it seems like when he's drinking so it gives like the audience like a understanding and like a picture that like this is what this man is like all the time which I don't think is fair because I think people are not one-sided like that But it's like, how many years can we sit here and watch Kyle be like just such an asshole to Amanda and to everyone? And it's even crazier to watch this knowing that they get married and like then they have to sit and like watch this shit all over again. It's just crazy. So tonight I'm actually going to watch this week's episode, which is the prom. Um, And I'm hoping that we see a little glimpse into like Lindsay and Carl's beginning of their relationship. Carl is just a freaking gem of a man. Like, I love him. I just love him. Carl has had such a glow up over the last, like, what, five, six years. He's a king. And just, like, his journey with sobriety and showing that, like, on TV and even going through, like, the loss of his brother on TV. Just, like, I'm obsessed with him. And I wish him nothing but the best. And I just think I cannot even imagine how hard it must be to be balancing less than a year of sobriety, wanting to be with your friends, 
and living in a house where drinking is like such a big part of the culture there. So I just, I can't imagine how hard that must be, but it seems like he has a really awesome routine that he was following while he was there and he's just a king. So love him. I also feel like this week, um, I think I heard that Carl, I mean, Craig comes and surprises Paige. Love their relationship. Craig was really talking some sense into everybody like a couple episodes ago, especially like the whole like Sierra, Danielle thing. I mean, Sierra and Lindsay thing. Like he, he knows Lindsay and like obviously he's really good friends with Austin. So I feel like he was able to give really good perspective and being like, hey, like, you know, what you did was kind of fucked up, but like in a way that I think people were like receptive to hearing. I don't know. I just really liked him. I felt like he was like the voice of reason a couple episodes ago. So I'd love to see him more in Summer House, but I know that he doesn't really want to be on it because they have cameras like filming them 24-7, even like in their bedrooms. And I know that they don't do that on Southern Charm or that's what I hear. I don't know. I've actually never watched Southern Charm. So that's, I guess, my Summer House recap. Today I started... Uh, watching the rest of the season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. That's the only Real Housewives that I watch. And just because it's such an undertaking to watch all the others. But I guess I'm only on like episode six or seven of the season and like 13 just aired the other day, which was the finale. So I have a lot to watch, but I'm hoping to be caught up soon. I didn't like I don't even know what's happening with the storylines later on in the season, so I can't even talk about that. But today I watched a couple of episodes. And other than that, I've just been watching Friends. And I didn't even watch last week's episode of The Kardashians yet. And this episode is coming out on a Thursday, which means that the third episode of The Kardashians will be coming out. And I haven't even seen the second. So I just feel like that show, like, I, it takes, like, my concentration. Like, I want to be dedicated watching it giving it all of my like mind and thoughts and everything and I definitely was not able to give that over the last couple of days so I'll probably end up watching that tomorrow and watching like both of them in a row but I will be watching that soon and other than that I guess I need a new show to watch because I finished the dropout let me know if you have any recommendations I'm always looking for something that is a show that I can watch before bed that isn't goodness a scare the shit out of me or just give me like bad vibes and like be dark so if you have any recommendations do let me know I have a notes app running that I can probably work my way through but I'd love to hear from you if you have any thoughts okay this is an incredibly long episode I'm gonna leave it here thank you so so much for listening I really appreciate it Check out the show notes. I'm going to do my best to link products there, but it probably will take me a little while to do so. If you have questions about anything, slide into the DMs. I'm always loving to talk about skincare. I'll see you guys next week. I'm trying to talk Connor into coming on the podcast. He was like, what would I even talk about? And I was like, I don't know. I think it would be fun though. I think people would like to hear from you. So let me know if you want him to come on the podcast and maybe I can talk him into it. But... Yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you soon. Bye.